All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. We have our first guest lined up and set to go. So we are going to get right into it. I'm excited about this next, uh, this first uh, gentleman that we're bringing to the stage because this man, I, um, I've known him for a while. He's been famous ever since I've known him, <laughs> but I've known him for a while. Uh, <laughs> he is uh, from He's been on the radio over two decades now, so I'm going to bring him on right now. Mr. Mark Clark from WHUR 96.3 FM in D.C. He's the co-host of the uh, Afternoons with Allison and Mark, uh, his wife, Allison Seymour, Hampton Pirates. It's going to be a big Hampton theme today, by the way, folks. So ha- uh, shout out to that. But Mark put me on 92Q, and he was in Baltimore, him, Troy <laughs> Johnson, Sean Jay. Uh, Sanjay, Sanjay. Um, they had me on the radio then, and he's been a cool brother ever since. Uh, so I wanted to uh, bring him on today because Mike, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mark is going to share some information about uh, telling your story. I mean, he's been a storyteller. He's uh, by doing interviews and radio, he's heard enough stories told. So we're going to talk, start the day off with talking about resetting your story. Because we talked about your story, you know, uh, this we all our lives are our story. So we're going to talk about that today. So I want to uh, welcome you, Mark, uh, to Reset 2021. Thank you uh, for joining us today. You know, it's a, it's a blessing to be here, Ryan. And what you started off with, man, you're so right. Um, I, I, You know, Allison asked me, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to talk about? And at first, uh, Ryan, I had my whole life story ready to go. Y'all was ready to get that <laughs> whole life story. I was born a poor black child in Springfield. Then I was like, I looked at it and I was like, Ain't nobody trying to hear all that. <laughs> what people want, what people want, is to cut to the chase. And you see, what you said, Ryan, to start the show was so perfect. Though you're absolutely right. This this situation in 2020 has caused us to, in a sense, look at our lives. It, we 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 slowed down, slowed down enough mm-hmm. to finally look at our lives. And I think that's a huge blessing because, as you mentioned, you get in that rat race. You do stuff that you have to do every day and you forget this is your life. Right. Your life is, is the only one you got. You're the only one who can tell your story. You know, I had to, over the last few years, not to be morbid, I had to identify, you know, my, my mother and then my, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law, you know, before we, we put them to rest, I had to identify the body. And as, right. as they sat there on the cold slab, I thought about the amazing lives that they led and their lives allowed me to be here and be who I am, allowed my wife, who's amazing, to be who she is. But like you, we talked about, Ryan, a lot of times we don't take time to look at our story until it's over. Right. And then we come and we share. And so I was thinking as you were talking, Ryan, like I'm 54 years old. And when we talk about stories and things that have happened in our lifetime, they're really adding up. Um, you know, I was there, you know, I went to the Million Man March, and I remember being in that moment and thinking, how will history look at this? Mm. Uh, we remember, we, we, most of us remember 9-11. You know, I, I actually was on the radio in, in, in uh, 92Q in Baltimore when it happened before we went off, and we stayed on the air from uh, the morning until 6 p.m. in the evening as we were basically trying to soothe our city, trying to make sense of everything, and try to make it make sense to us. And then all of us are going through COVID-19, right? right? 2020. The history books will write this. And what happens, though, Ryan, is we get so busy, we, we could either be at the event or live the event, but we never stop and think about the event. 
And so I want to everybody who's watching this today, start to think about your life. Put your story together. Like I said, I wrote my long form story I was going to give you about my life and how I got to do radio, but I'm going to save you from that. But I mean, <laughs> just having, having those notes, having those notes make you then analyze, you know, they, they make you analyze your life. I'm turning this phone off. So here's the thing, a couple, couple takeaways now. So my goal, the, the blessing I had that I think a lot of people don't have is that at an early age, I knew what I wanted to do, and that was broadcasting. So I wrote it down here. Uh, from an early age, being from a Springfield, Illinois, I wanted to be a professional announcer, and I wanted to have a family like the Cosby Show. I knew this as a very young person. And knowing that, I now see it's such a huge, was such a huge blessing because I saw my mother who worked for Social Security go through hell at work. So I made the decision. I said, I'm not going to do work a job that I don't love. I'm only going to work what I love. Right. And so this and the same thing with when I was dating, when I started dating people, uh, my mother said something very important. She said, don't have sex with nobody that you wouldn't want to marry, wow, wow. <laughs> which sounds which sounds I know it sounds like crazy. Right. But what I realized is in my professional life and as I pursued relationships, I really was on a very focused path. You know, mm -hmm. I was very, I knew I wanted to do this radio thing. And, and, and the sisters I dealt with, I didn't deal with a whole bunch, but the ones I did were great. You right. know, so I did not bring, I did not bring, bring drama into my life. I did not bring drama into my story. And that allowed me to do something that, you know, the statistics say what? Less than 7% uh, of Americans actually uh, follow the path that they want or, or live the life that they want to live. And it, the sad part is that we all can live the life we want to live, you know, but the sad part is we get distracted. And what we don't do is we don't think about our story. We don't think about the story. You got to write the story to, to have a story. Absolutely. Some of us let, let, let life write the story for us as opposed to you writing life story, you know, and that's, and that's, and again, and it sounds it sounds very basic and it sounds very uh, pie in the sky, but I'm just telling you as someone who has lived this, that um, it's, it's not only possible, this is the, this is the key to success in all the books that blew up, you know, the secret, the laws of attraction, all these things really is talking about if you, if you plot a course, the universe will get out of the way. Mm -hmm. You just got to go and do, you just got to go for it, you know? So, um, and so, so what I realized though, because I, from an early age, um, knew what I wanted. When I hit my 40s and I met you, Ryan, you remember, I was host of Mark Clark and the Big Fat Morning Show in uh, in Baltimore, number one rated show. I was making over $300,000 plus. And then in 2008, I got snatched. I got snatched, right. right? And so what happened was, okay, Mr. Radio, you want to do this your whole life? What are you going to do now? Mm -hmm. What I forgot about when we talk about writing your story, Ryan, is you need to update that story. <laughs> <laughs> write some new chapters. You got you to gotta write some new chapters because I was rolling with I was rolling with my story since I was like 14 years old. Right. And then at 40, I got clipped. So now what am I going to do? I had the wife and family. I had the career. But now that $300,000 in that career are gone. Wow. And so a hard lesson that I've learned is that you always have to, you know, reset. 
Mm -hmm. You always have mm -hmm. to, you know, revamp your story. So if you've never written a story, you don't haven't done it at all, my assignment for you, if you're watching this, is you do that. Start, what is it that you want? What's your story? What are the goals you want in the next five years? What do you want to achieve, you know, as you head a, a decade from now? If you have never done it, start today. Build your story today. If you have done it, and this damn uh, COVID and the uprising in the 2020 has shaken your whole world apart, now you got to reset. Mm -hmm. Now you got to reset in this new world. You made a great point, Ryan. Um, not only if you have businesses bringing people back um, is a question, why? And then number two is, right, if I have a brick and mortar, is there any reason for me to keep this brick and mortar? Should I shift and do something different? Right. These are questions that they're not going to answer themselves. You have to write that story, yeah. okay? And, you know, and so the good news is you can always write the story. The good news is I, I remember, Ryan, when I was working in radio over the years, People used to always say, hey, Mark, don't you want to be syndicated? And I was like, I hadn't thought about it. Hey, Mark, don't you want to, don't you want to, own, a, don't you want to own a radio station? I hadn't really thought about it. Wow. But then when you lost, when I lost my gig in 2008, <laughs> all of a sudden all the ideas because, came flowing. <laughs> yeah, because, because you, because in your mind, you're like, why in the hell did I never think about that? That was like, that's those, those are very basic questions. But right. again, well, was it because I was fat and happy? Was I comfortable? You know, did I feel like I had arrived? Maybe so. But the best part is, um, as you kind of, as you you witnessed it, Ryan, you saw me fall off the map and you saw me try to reinvent this and do that and got a job in New York. And uh, and so, again, writing your story, like, you know, uh, basically at the end of the day, you, you, you can write your story, but life's also going to take you on its journey also. Yeah. And don't let that, dis don't let that disturb you. Don't let that take, you know, don't, don't let that take you out of your game. You know, you may you may have your story written and have it planned out, but something can happen and knock you off that. But I'm still telling you, it's still worth the time and the goals you set for yourself. Because let's, let's think about it. Success is really just fulfilling the goals you set for yourself. If you haven't set goals or you don't have a story, then how can you evaluate your success or not? And only right. you can evaluate what success is in your life. Nobody else can look at you and say, oh, you're successful. Right. No, only you really have that. So again, uh, in closing, you know, write your story. If you've never written it, write it, start writing it today uh, again. And, no, and number two, if you have written your story, revamp that story every five or 10 years. Start looking down the line. What, what do you want your retirement to look like? What do you want your future to look like? What do you want that? And get specific. What do you want that bank account to look like specifically? What do you want your relationships to look like? You know, I never had drama in my relate my wife always teases me because she says oh you, you ain't never been hurt you ain't never been this and that well i was very serious when i brought somebody into my world period mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know you ain't gonna just come in my world and disrupt it i love myself so why would i bring somebody in who doesn't also love me right and so that with that philosophy i didn't get hurt because i didn't let you in you know wow. but also wow. I, also the reality is too you can't control somebody else if somebody don't love you no more, let them go. <laughs> let them go. Let them go. <laughs> you fight, you know, that's a part. We talk about relationships and even jobs. You know, when you see those signs, if you're getting played, it's time to just drop drop what's going on. Don't lie to yourself. That's the worst thing you could do. So, um, again, just some, some quick wrap-ups for your story. Don't waste time. Focus on what's important. Um, it's the uh, success of fulfilling the goals that you set for yourself. And only you 
Only you can see the vision. I remember when I started off in radio, my aunt worked at the post office. And the first five years of my career, every time I would check in with her, she said, baby, they hired at the post office. <laughs> yeah, that little radio thing is good, but they hired at the post office. Because in her mind, she was helping me. She wanted me to have a safe job, a secure job, you know, mm -hmm. someplace. Until I started making six figures, then she quit saying it. Right. But again, a lot of times, the people that love you the most, they can't see your vision. They right. can't understand your story. Right. So that's it for me, my brother. Thank you so man. much for having me on the reset. Well, Let's do this. Twenty twenty. I got some questions. I got man. You can't just go and drop all that knowledge, man, because and, and think you're gonna go away. So I got some questions because you 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 touched on one part when you talked about uh, the transition after you were let go from ninety two Q. By the way, which was very unceremonious. I know that's how they do it in radio, but we were all still upset about how I just turned on the radio one day and y'all were gone. So, but that's not what we had to talk about. But after that. You talk about how um, you know you had you, you were doing your you still had to, to find your way and you talked about how how hard it was from you to actually live it, but I talked earlier about the seeds and how you plant your seed and some birds will pick up your seeds. Um, whereas while you were trust me when I was watching you going to New York, like I was like wait a minute if Mark can go to New York and live here with a wife, I can like I was looking for for gigs in New York, Mark. So like because I was like at the same time, well what if I want to get in media, I'm like. All right, look, Mark is going there Monday through Thursdays or whatever days of what you were doing. I'm like, maybe I can do that too. So understand that I know you didn't put any money in your pocket because I was following you, following you. But understand, we talked about the the seeds and people, other people being blessed by your action, your activity. So even when you're going through, even when you're writing your story, uh, while you're writing your story, someone else is reading your story too. You know, so that was mm. very, very, yeah. I'm gonna write that down. That was good. So I, the bar I, right there, buddy. Nice bar. <laughs> bars. So you know that was so important because. You know, I, I I wish I knew when I was in college what I really wanted to do um, and, and media is what I really wanted to do because I would have taken that track. So I, when I found out I, that was my real passion, you know, started a media company, um, you know, you were one of the people who I, I always follow your path and see what you're doing and how you do it. And, and always looked up to you, even though, you know, we may talk two, three times, you know, but um, it, it so I, I'm one of those birds picking up your seeds along the way. Uh, but then something else you touched on that you said was so important and so powerful, man, was that only you can define your success based on your goals. And that's one of the biggest things about reset. And what I want to make sure that we get across to people is that, um, you know, we, especially when you're doing something that's non-traditional, you know, not a, a traditional type of post office job is that, um, you know, a lot of people will, will judge you by what they see as normal. And I talked about it earlier about normal. Um, and so certain things are abnormal. What we see people doing it, we'll follow them, we'll watch them, we'll listen to the shows, we'll watch them on TV, we'll watch them in the movies, uh, but never think that that's real. You know, like those, those people had to say no to uh, normal and really go out there and pursue those things and become successful. So uh, you, 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 I don't want that to go over people's heads because, you know, you were dropping some, you were dropping some bars as well, Mark. So uh, definitely <laughs> uh, love that. I want to ask you now, though, because now that you are on, yeah. Uh, the radio, you and Allison are doing uh, your thing with WHUR. And so first, let's talk about how it is working with your wife on air. Uh, but now that you all are quarantined, like you all are doing the show from home. Are you back in the studio yet? Or are you home? So like you don't get away at all. No. <laughs> so hey, hey, talk, hey. talk to yeah, us. We're, yeah. So Allison's doing the TV show from home. And we're also doing the radio show from home. Wow. And so we are definitely uh, with each other all the time. And again, man, I think, uh, you know, we've been married 20 years plus. The thing I would pass on to people 
you know, it's hard to give marriage advice because at the end of the day, you just got to marry the right person for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for us, you know, I think love, you got to have love, but you also have to have like, if you like each other, we like mm-hmm. each other. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And now we have this, we have the typical male, female, husband, wife issues. And it's funny because you can't escape it now. We're with each other 24 seven. But at the end of the day, we're, there's the humor and the fact that we like each other that plays, that's a big factor, you know? And the thing, man, I tell you, Ryan, one thing I think in the black community, not to shift it into marriage, but something we got to get over, because I think we talk about this a lot, and it comes from the black church, is that whole uh, man of the house or the leader of the house or the whatever, because yeah. it kind of, it, it, first of all, it's not, it's, it's not real. I mean, America has it set up where the black man more than likely is not going to be the financial leader of the house. It just is set up that way, yeah, you know? Yeah. And if you're in corporate America, cause it's almost like a, the, I, what I noticed Ryan is the older I get, like when I was making 300,000 plus at 40, let's say 45, right? What I notice is it's hard for a brother in his fifties to make 300,000 plus in a corporate setting. Right. 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 And, and if he is, he's one of the lower paid dudes because usually by that time, the white boys that you came in the court company with are now your boss. Yeah. And so now your ego takes a blow because you're making less than him. Y'all came out of school at the same time. He's your boss. You're putting up with a whole bunch of stuff. and But you can't leave because you got the finance, you got the package, you got the insurance, you got a great salary, and you're stuck, right? Right, right, right. So, or in the case of what happened to me, you just get chopped. You know, you get chopped. So, but, but a black woman, on the other hand, it's just different. It's just different. You know, like a, a lot of the stuff that my wife has gone through at work, I would not, I would have got fired because mm-hmm. I would have said F you. <laughs> I would, I would have, my ego, you know, black women know how to put their ego aside, baby, and hold on to that check. Men, we don't. Right. When you say something to me, you're saying something to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I know and that's my, why. Yeah, you know, I know my wife is watching, and she know we're the same way. Like she'll she'll take a lot more, you know. And I understand, you know, like like you say, you I can see why, but I'm that person. And I think once you have a taste of doing something on your own too, it's kind of like you, you, your fuse is real short when it comes to somebody else trying to tell you, you know, you supposed exactly. to be here at nine. It's nine oh five. Why are you late? And I'm like what? What? <laughs> so that kind of stuff is like, oh wait a minute, wait a minute, that's a strike. Hold on. So. Not saying it's right or wrong, but I understand what you're saying is true. Like, like it, it is, um, and that dynamic is um, so important that we do work through that because, like, you know, it is set up from from both sides. The man has to understand uh, the black man. You know, hey, the way it's set up, you probably won't be, you may not be the breadwinner. You know, more likely than not. And then on the wife side, it, you know, it's like if you are the breadwinner, then you understand that, um, you know. The, 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 the man has an ego still, you know. So how do you you got to you both yeah. have to learn how to finesse those things and make sure that you all are a partnership, and, and that's that's what's most important. And Ryan, another piece I wanted to say, and again, this is about relationships that I think is so crucial when you talk about uh, women and men. And this is this isn't just race. Allison, my wife's love for her father, mm. her her love and belief in her father allowed her to love and believe in me that same way and i think i think ryan that's the challenge because most of us including myself didn't have a father at home Mm -hmm. so most people when the shit hits the fan their experience is either dad popped out 
or it was the beginning of the end of the of the, of their comfort life. You know, right, like right. that's the moment. Like when dad left or when some shit happened, whereas when it happened, when I lost that $300,000 job, my wife, you know, my wife was like, it's going to be, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to come back. We're going to do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's something that a lot of people just don't have. And that's a blessing. But then that goes back to the parents. She saw that with her parents. And so these things, you know, and so a lot of times I think we think it's a black thing. No, it's a relationship. Absolutely. A lot of people, Absolutely. you know, when hard times come, man, that's the hardest thing for marriages, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, and, and so again, so, so that, that's the, that piece, you know? And then lastly, I think, we have to, um, it, you know, relationships aren't just money either. That's the other part in life that I'm that I'm learning, Ryan. You know, when I lost, you lose a three hundred thousand dollars. So it happened like the New York thing. You know, I lost my three hundred thousand dollar year job. Now, ain't no the funny part. Ain't no seventy five thousand dollars jobs laying around either. Right. <laughs> so, so in that six years where I was just kind of like doing this, doing this to do that. Nothing was nothing was coming close to three hundred thousand. Right. Nothing was coming close to six figures. Right. So then that's what with New York. What happened was I get a call, and so that was that was a hundred thousand. And so the family, you know, we had to say, well, look. But the blessing was that six years was me being Mr. Mom. That was mm-hmm. me taking care of the in laws. That was me taking the girls to school. So I was building up. I was I was serving my family. So when this opportunity came, and I was going to commute we had such a tight relationship that it was all good. You know, when I lost my gig, I didn't spend years, you know, you know what happens when cats lose a gig and they, they start to kind of veer, they kind of lose control mm-hmm. and they, yep. they get depressed and they, you know, they start to compare what they used to be. All that stuff can, te- can tear everything down. So the blessing was, boom, it was, it was, that's what, you know, that's what made it strong was I had to come, step up in other ways. And that's the other thing is, you know, there's a whole bunch of ways to step up in life and the same thing with your career. If you are frustrated because you're not making a certain amount of money and you're going through hell, well, like you said, Ryan, maybe you need to build your own machine and 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 go through hell, but at least it's your own hell, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and or 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 put it in perspective. Yeah, I work at the post office, but on the side, I have my business, and I'm going to build that business up. And when I finally get to the point where my business is making what I'm making at the post office, I'll let it go or something like that. Or I'll right. use my my job. Like, oh, that's what I had one point I wanted to say. So one of my friends, I was looking at it, Ryan. So I chose, like you said, I chose entertainment. And so in entertainment, I made six figures and da 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 over the years and lost it and whatever, right? I have a friend, Springfield, I'm from Springfield, Illinois, which is state capital. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at my friend's Facebook page. My friend graduated from high school and got a state job, right? So I'm, look, I'm looking at his page and sure, I've, you know, I've been to, I've covered the Olympics and been to the Soul Train Music Awards and been to Dubai and been to Qatar and whatever, whatever. That's great. Met Maxwell, whatever. But I'm looking at his page and he is, number one, retired. Wow. He's got a boat. Wow. He's got a Harley. He got his house paid for. He paid for his kids. His kids went to state colleges and schools. So as he's 54 years old, everything's paid for and he's got all his toys. Right. You know, yeah. I'm still grinding. Right. I'm grinding. <laughs> I'm gonna be grinding on out. You know, so it's all it's all like you know it's all relative. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel now, man. Watching all my military friends I graduated from high school with did their 20 years. <laughs> right. One of my, my my best friends from high school, man. Shout out! I don't want to say his name on on the thing, but he know who he is. Shout <laughs> out to him. 
man, 20 year Marines, uh, just retired. And he told me about his package he got from retirement, about six figures from that, then got another job making six figures. So here he is getting two six figure incomes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go put on this <laughs> conference right quick. Cause <laughs> so yeah, man, I feel you on that. So, but, but you know, it is about, that's the thing that that's the, the trade off, but you also got to look at both, both of us followed our passions though you know that's the thing is that you know you and you followed your passion right. so where you may not have those toys that would be fun to have right now you still have joy and fulfillment in your life and, and uh that that is um you know that's valuable as well yep so oh yeah sitting around and talking on a microphone yeah man i mean every day is different you know you get to meet different people and that's my thing i like to tell stories i like to hear i like to ask questions and, and learn about people and uh, so that's why I, I love it. I mean, doing like the, you know, doing what we do, and I mean, we're on different levels, obviously, but doing what we do is 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 fun, and it's it's a good. I like to get platforms and just talk to people. I mean, you're working at the post office, and then I'm calling up Mark Clark, talking to him, and have you know having a conversation like we have him right now. <laughs> and wait a minute, Ryan, what you said now? Don't get it twisted, brother. You are more powerful than I am right now. Like so. I spent all those years in commercial radio, right? And if you notice, very few commercial communicators have millions of followers, you know? And what I realized, why it's because we know, we, we know how to say it, <clears throat> but the question is, what are we saying? <laughs> mm. And I think a lot of professionals, you know, when it comes to the podcasting and this and that, if you notice, they ain't really killing the game most of the people who are successful in that field never were on commercial radio. Right. And like what you right. just did, you whipped up a damn conference. You whipped up a conference in a matter of weeks. Cats like me were spoiled because, you know, we had our promotion department do it. We had our right. marketing department do it. We weren't willing to do what you're willing to do to make this happen. Therefore, when you do this next year and you make, you know, $100,000, you know, from it, and then the next year gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you own it. So you know how to build it and own it and grow it versus in a sense, I'm, I've been hamstrung by almost like the lush life of being in, co in commercial wow. media. And when companies are hiring people now, they'll hire you before they hire me because you already have followers and you already have it. You basically, this is a plug and play. You're already doing it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, for those who are watching and listening and have a podcast, a podcaster is more powerful than a, a radio personality nowadays because it's just a matter of time before radios uh, either converts all the way to... So that's the thing, but look, look at radio. If you're a radio station and you don't have high ratings, why wouldn't you pick a podcaster that has a, a half a million followers and put them on your sh your station? Right, but right. they don't think that way, though. That, yeah, that's <laughs> what we know, talk about that normal. We, right, we talk about the normal, and that's what, that's what Reset exactly is all about, is that, you know... I, exactly, I, exactly. It was about... Maybe 15 years ago, I, I talked to Randy Dennis. You remember Randy Dennis, um, big time, yeah. a Baltimore icon in the radio. Um, and he said then, he was like, radio is going to internet. You know, at that time, he was talking about how the, the cars were starting to get the Wi-Fi in them. And Spotify wasn't around yet, but I forgot what the radio, online radio was back then. But that's when you saw all the radio stations start to transition to the internet uh, a part of it you know and, and that's so you see it happening slowly but surely but like you said you still have those people in power 
and who who don't want to transition, maybe that they're, they're stuck holding on to them. You know, those those executives are 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 yeah. afraid to change too because they know that they, you know, they're making that big money for themselves and they don't want to take those risks. So reset is, is in so many different areas. Um, why it's so important, why we don't want to go back to normal and why we want to make sure that we can start to exploit some things, man. You, you, you just sold into my, my life right there. You know, give me some different, a different perspective on how I even. Oh yeah. Things. So man, you roll it, man. You're, you're, you're valuable. You know, you know how to use this thing, man. You know how to do mailing lists. You know how to use networks. You know how to this process right here. You could sell this to a radio station. Say, Hey, look, let me, you know, th this is the future. Let me, let me help you do reset 2020. And I, I'll be your consultant and give me a fee. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Mark that one down. <laughs> and then the other, and then you also do it with the podcasters. You get the podcasters to say, "I'm doing this conference. You got blank amount of followers. Give me access to your. All, all I ask is you give me access to your list, and then you just grow your. Uh, you just grow your list and keep it going. There you go, man. See, that's, I'm Hamlin's. I'm giving them free now. Well, listen, man, you ain't going to work. We, you and I are going to be partnering as we go forward. So one way or another, we're going to be working together. Oh, you more. know that, son. So you know. You know. So absolutely. So, Mark, I want to thank you for your time. I want to give you the last word. You can give out some how can people contact you or follow you on social media, whatever. And uh, thank yeah. you again for joining us. Thanks so much, uh, Ryan, for having me in Reset uh, 2020. You can you can go to Mark Clark Media, M-A-R-C-C-L-A-R-K-E, media.com and schedule an appointment if you want uh, me to consult for storytelling or you want to book me as a keynote or you just want to rap. Uh, and I'm, you know, on, on uh, social media, M-A-R-C-C-L-A-R-K-E. All right. Thanks so much, man. And continued success, Ryan. I love you, man. I'm proud of you, dog. I appreciate that, Mark. Thank you.